0: Welcome in quick hitters. Making it Monday. Making it Monday, week one is in the books. Before I get started, I wanna give a shout out to Colorado and Coach Prime, beating Nebraska on Saturday. Man, it was about 96, 97 when I stopped watching college football. But Primetime time Deion Sanders got me watching college again, at least Colorado. But uh, that's a wonderful story he got going over there. I don't know all the slack he's taking. There's a lot of hate going around for Neon Dion, uh, The best cornerback to ever play the game, in my opinion. So I'm watching every Saturday, rooting them on, trying to see if they're going to win and pull it out. He's got that program going in the right direction. Got his sons playing. Uh, a lot of talent on that team, especially on the offense. Nice starting to get the defense down a little bit. But once he get those big guys, like he said, down in that middle, it's going to be all over with. He got all the skill players. He gets some meat on that defensive line and that offensive line. Better watch out. But it's not going to take Dion too long to get this program turned in the right direction to where they're just winning ball games and uh, maybe winning the title if he sticks with it and don't move on to somewhere else or go to the league. He stick with these kids. Shout out to Coach Prime, Colorado. Now uh, He's changing college football around. I mean, he's got me watching. <laughs> he got me watching. I ain't watched since 96, 97. The hype and excitement is so good, he got me watching college football. Can't believe it. Now, as far as the other teams, I did check in on a few other teams, but I think that I'm going to pretty much just stick with watching Colorado. I mean, I might dance around a little bit, but I'm I'm just not all the way sold on just watching college ball every Saturday. But, you know, I'll peek in a little bit, but I'm for sure going to watch Colorado. I'm still with the pros. Uh, I left college basketball, college football way back in the 90s, so late 90s but uh much respect to the collegiate level no doubt about it it just I'm, I'm pro level guy reason i stopped watching college football and college basketball because the game was like too easy for me i'm like a grit and grinder i mean quarterbacks in college they throw for like six seven hundred yards uh running backs run for three four hundred yards uh they making people miss out there just like the game was a little slower than me watching the league You know and i picked up on that they pick up chunks and chunks of yardage like it's not nothing i'm more of a narrow it down grind guy i'm about stopping them on third down stopping them on third and long and they pick up yardage like it's just that easy but shots out to colorado uh 2-0 nobody expected that now let's talk about these texans i'm not really upset about the game i think the texans did the best they could with what they had uh New players and everything, and a rookie quarterback. Uh, The defense of the Ravens, like I said before, we know what they are, and we knew they was going to come and get him. They're going to throw some schemes at him. The line, I say they held up a little bit, uh, more than they did in that preseason game. He was able to move around a little bit, buy himself some time, get the ball out. But uh, that defense was smothering. What really hurt the Texans is they didn't have no balance. They didn't have no running game and that hurt them dearly. And you become one dimensional with a hell of a defensive team, they gonna tee off on you. And that's exactly what they did. Everything was pressed, uh, everything was covered up tight. So a missed ball here, a dropped ball there, you are gonna find yourself punting more than you getting first downs. So uh, it was upsetting that they couldn't get a touchdown in this game. We would love them to get a touchdown, even scored more points. But this was a first game out with a great opponent. But as the weeks move along, they'll get a lot better. Because I expect this team, like I said, to score 18 to 21 points a game. Get Howard back, see if we can get some kind of chemistry on that offensive line. Everybody on the same page, you'll we'll see crisper plays happening. The offensive flow a lot better. So we got to get that offensive line straightened out. But uh, Baltimore Ravens, they didn't disappoint. They done exactly what we expected them to do. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I think we did a good job on him for him scrambling. Uh, He scrambled a little bit, but he didn't go crazy. This defense for the Texans, they deserve a round of applause. We don't have no worries about this defense. This defense is intact. And once they get even more intact and more tighter, I mean, 25 points, um... For a great defense you want to try to keep a team in the teams i would say if they score 21 points that's all you need to give them as a great defense they score more than 21 points you can't really say you're a great defense that's just my opinion that's how i look at it the teams is great for them scoring you keep them in the teams that's a great defense 21 that's still a great defense but when they start getting into 28 and 30 uh, you can't really call yourself a great defense. I know week in, week out, you might have some teams that's gonna score 30, uh, 35 points on you when they really got it going, but on a consistent basis, to be a great defense, you have to keep them scoring twenty-one and under for the points. You gotta average that when you go against these teams. CJ Stroud he probably be catching a lot of flack from people, but I don't see. This this guy did good. This is a rookie. You got to keep reminding yourself this is a rookie. This is a first pro game. And he passed a little more than I thought he should. And he shouldn't have to pass this much, but it was no running game. You had no choice. Uh, He was 28 for 44, 242 yards, 5.5 on average. Uh, He didn't throw no touchdown, but he didn't throw no picks. He didn't turn the ball over. And as a rookie, that's great long as he didn't turn that ball over he done his job i mean he slung it around a little bit but he didn't have that much time on a lot of plays he did great for what he was working with in this ball game i mean he played against one of the top defenses in the league no doubt about it you probably won't see another defense like this besides the uh, dallas cowboys i should say oh my goodness did y'all see that sunday night I'm starting to think that I feel a little nervous about our division here for a minute. Are these Dallas Cowboys for real this season? That defense, I don't know if it was a defense or just a terrible offensive line and bad chemistry for New York Giants. I don't know, but I'm starting to think this defense is the real deal. When they got Gilmore over there for the other cornerback and added some pieces, they got Cook over there as a wide receiver. They got a good balance for his defense and offense. And Dallas been knocking on the door for a while for us trying to get their stuff together. Not knocking on the door like getting deep in the playoffs, but they've been keeping the same core for a while. And now they added pieces and now they're starting to turn it over. They really feel good this season. And I don't like them feeling good. Oh, that's not good. Trust me, I don't like them feeling good. But right now, this is just the first game against the Giants. We're going to see what the Giants are going to turn into later on down in the season. But I thought the Giants would give them a good fight. I thought the Giants would actually win the game. But a 40-piece? 40 to nothing? What did they say since 1999? Since somebody took a beating like that? Oh, man. But, yeah, them them Cowboys put it on them uh, Sunday night. No doubt about that. So when we match up with them later on down the season, we got to see what they do. But uh, they'll be playing, I think, Aaron Rodgers coming up next. That's going to be a good test. We'll really see what they got when they play those Jets. Going to see what the Jets going to have when they play Dallas. Going to find a lot about these teams that's coming up. But uh, week one, man, we had some outstanding matchups. These rookie quarterbacks, some shine, some play mediocre. But overall, man, this the future is bright with these quarterbacks. Future is bright. So, yeah, CJ Stroud, he, he don't have nothing to be ashamed of in this game. For game one, week one of his NFL career, I like what I see. And you know CJ Stroud, he gets better each game. So, next week. It's going to be a little better than this. It's going to look more professional. It's going to be a little more crisp. He got a little taste of it now. The new offensive coordinator, he's going to feel better about calling plays. They got something on film to look at. That's the important thing. They have something on film to look at. They can go back and see what they did wrong, what they can add, what they can do for next week. And Damian Pierce, he had 11 carries for 38 yards. Three and a half on average, which is not bad. But that defense was not allowing them to wiggle anywhere running the ball. And that hurt Houston. It really did. It made them one-dimensional. And uh, they teed off a veteran team like the Baltimore Ravens. You're not going to beat them one-dimensional. Running game was not there uh, Sunday afternoon. It was not there. C.J. Stroud, four carries for 20 yards on his scrambles. Then you had a Singletary, seven for 15. See, it just wasn't there. Uh, Nico Collins, he was a bright spot. I mean, he had six catches for 80 yards. He showed up a little bit. Woods caught some uh, big balls uh, down and on some key third downs. Noah Brown caught a few. Tank Dill, three for 34. Uh, my thing here is we got to find a way to get Tank Dell more involved on the offense uh, He's a lethal weapon and I think they're gonna go back and look at the film. You have to get him more balls on offense uh, A guy like that can help you a lot Especially when a defense is starting to bog you down on offense This guy can slip through and plus he's a speedster. You got to get him in that slot and start going to him more often You need to go to him a lot. If you want him to do kick returns, punt returns, however, that's fine. But you got to implement him more on offense, especially when we get stagnant the way we are, especially when we're not going to be able to run the ball against great defensive teams. You got to find a way to get this guy loose. But the bright spot, I'm not going to pull up the uh, box sheet. I'm not going to bore y'all with that. I'm just taking a glance at it, but the defense showed out. That was the bright spot. If it wasn't for the defense, it could have got a lot uglier. But uh, our bread and butter is this defense. And once the offense catches up to speed, have a balanced team. A balanced team that's ready to compete. So 9 to 25. Man, I just just said, just get one touchdown when it got late. Because I want them to have a little momentum going into next week just to get a touchdown, just to feel good. They came close on a lot of occasions, but uh, they could have got a touchdown or two, man. This game could have got really interesting, really interesting. But 25 points for Baltimore, uh, good defense. There's only so much you can hold on defense when your offense is not scoring. They're going to get tired. That's why they got the 25 points. 25 points, that's still a good defense because they could have been in the 30s if it went for this defense really keying in and not letting Lamar Jackson just run all over the place. You know, it was high pressure, high intense. You only can keep that style of play so long when your offense is going three and out, three and out because you get tired and you get wore down. But uh, we was putting some points up and giving that defense a lot more rest. They might even score 25 points. So there's nothing to be ashamed about in this first game. We already knew and expected them to lose against Baltimore. If they would have won, it would have been an upset. There'd been a lot of people talking about, oh, the Texans beat the Baltimore Ravens. They would have been shocked. So they didn't expect them to win this game. That's why I say it ain't all loss. Just get one game. Uh, Indianapolis, the one at home coming up for week two, I expect them to win that. Uh, They should win that. They ought to be going there looking to win that game. No doubt about that. So be one and one regroup, uh, learn from this. Uh, That's a great defense. you are not going to meet many others this year. So bottle that up and say, okay, next time we face a defense like this, we know what to do. We get to our hot routes. We get the ball out quick. We try to establish a running game next time. That's the best way you can approach that. Lamar Jackson. He played an outstanding game for us, throwing the ball. Just just a balanced game overall, really, for him. 17 for 22. 169 yards. Seven, almost eight on the average. He threw that one pick, which was a nice pick. And 38 yards rushing. Man, you keep Lamar Jackson 38 yards rushing. You've done a wonderful job. You've done a wonderful job. Keeping him under 50. That's why I say the defense is all over the place on him. But they had a little spread around running the ball. He had some help with Gus Edwards. He had eight carries for 32. And then Dobbins. Oh, man, I feel Dobbins. That guy's hurt again. Out for the season. They feel good about him coming in this year. But, man, those injuries, man, injuries can derail your career. And to say that young man's going to come back again and play for Baltimore Ravens, I mean, it's just up in the air. I mean, he just came off injury, you know, so I feel his pain. His teammates feel him. I mean, this game can get very ugly and dangerous quick. But uh, hopefully he can recover and, and try to get back. Next season, or uh, with some other team, but yeah, that's that's unfortunate for him. And Justice Hill had eight carries, See, they spread their carries around, it wasn't big chunks of yardage with the carries, but they spread the carries around. I mean, six, eight, eight, and eight, especially compared to our running, which was just dormant, it just wasn't there at all. And like I say, that hurt us. Zay Flowers, this guy here, they got a jewel over there. They got a jewel. This guy, Zay Flowers, is the real deal Holy Holyfield. He had nine catches of 78 yards, almost nine on average. But that's just half of it. If you, you watch the game and just sort of flash of this guy, coverage just rolls to him. He can open up for somebody else. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., That's another weapon they have. He finally got him two catches for 37 yards. He catch one ball for six yards. He just to go crazy. But he's a good weapon for him. Yeah, man, it's... This could have been a closer game than what it was. A lot closer the offense just needed to sustain a few drives and get more points at least one touchdown they could have made it interesting when it was getting late they just needed that one touchdown to make baltimore think about it then they would have started calling their plays a little different we might have snuck in there got a turnover somewhere that had a missed throw anything could have happened once we start putting pressure on a team and start edging a little closer that's all i wanted it into a one-score game. Get it down to, you know, where we get a touchdown and make them sweat a little bit. That's all I wanted. Well, yeah, overall, man, it it was a hell of a week. Hell of a week one. Any other shockers? oh yeah if y'all thinking about my picks I didn't fare too well on my picks I ended up 7 and 9 that is terrible I was like at least get the 500 I could have got the 500 I mean you had some upsets every week you get an upset and the Chiefs losing I didn't count on that one that one was a shock for me that was a big shock And that Bengals game with the Browns. That's another shocker. See, that could have been my 500 right there. (laughs) You know, the the Browns beat the Bengals. That could have been one I could have had. The Chiefs, that will put me at 500. (laughs) So, unbelievable. But, yeah, each week you're going to have your upset or two. You're going to have your upset or two. Well, y'all enjoy y'all making it Monday. Texans, no need to be sad. Early in the season, they're going to muddle around at 500, drop a little below, probably edge closer to it. But they just got to take it one game at a time. And the Colts that are coming in next week, they got to be licking their chops on them because that is a winnable game at home. Winnable game. Two rookie quarterbacks, but I want ours to outshine theirs, and that defense ought to give him fits is what I'm looking and counting on. Let me look at this Cowboys real quick, a 40-piece. Cowboy fans feeling good for this week one. They are gonna be talking. I'm surprised my phone ain't been blowing up. It's very busy. Dak Prescott 13 for 24, 143, 6 on average. He didn't turn the ball over. Uh, I gotta give it to Dak Prescott. He played well. He played well in that game. And he has to. He know what the deal is. Uh, I was listening to him on his little conference talking before the game. Uh, He's confident. He has no doubt in this season. So uh, they're looking to get deep in the playoffs and hopefully to go further is how they think. Tony Pollard, he had 70 yards for 14 carries. He the one who made uh, Ezekiel Elliott expendable. I'm expendable. Expendable. What mean expendable? like someone invites you to a party and you don't show up, it doesn't really matter. I see Ezekiel Elliott with the Patriots. Looks funny in those colors, don't he? Look real funny. But uh, he's still the same old Zeke, Slow moving. Uh, still fumbling the ball here and there. But uh, he don't turn the ball over and he just, like I say, does his role. He can just help the team out in that way. He's not going to make a splash over there with New England. Uh, He's a guy that can get short yardage for you. Uh, Get at the goal line. He can punch it in for the touchdown. just situational with him. Looking for him to rush for a 1,000 yards and all that kind of stuff, don't be expecting that. So you're not going to get too much consistency from him. That's why you got to give him in certain situations a short yardage to uh, run the ball, uh, to get you one or two yards and so forth. But yeah, this Dallas defense was all over these giants, all over them. They weren't able to run the ball. Daniel Jones was on his back the whole night. Oh, that's not good. I mean, I mean on his back. When he get sacked seven times, mm-mm-mm. His sack yardage almost exceeded his passing yardage. You know that's bad. You know that's bad. Seven sacks was 47 yards. And he threw for 104 yards. (laughs) Two picks. This defense is all over them. All over. It's remarkable. I would have never thought this. I was counting on those Giants to beat those Cowboys. I really was, but it's okay. We're all in the same division. Somebody had to take that loss. Whoever lost is gonna help us out anyway. But uh, I wish you would've been the Cowboys. Wish you would've been the Cowboys. All right, y'all enjoy y'all making it money. This GSQH. Goody Mo sports quick hits. Week one is in the books. Waiting on week two. Hope it's a lot better than week one for us the wins and losses. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, y'all take care of self. Thanks for y'all time. And I'm out of here. Peace.